that's where you really, I think, is you know, you're gonna really love yourself the most once you step outside of your comfort zone. What's your life up? I hey, what's going on, people? I'd like to welcome y'all to another episode of the Bailu Campaign Podcast. This is your host, Dan, here today with Nate. And we also have a special guest for y'all. It's that time of the month. So, let's get into it. How you doing today, Nate? I'm pretty good, man. How was your week? I had a good week. I had a good week. It felt bomb outside this week. So, you know, that make everything good. It's just, you know, show some skin weather. So, yeah, it was a good week. Uh, but how are you, though? How's the journey going, man? How you feeling? Uh, before, side note, I just, I seen on Twitter this week, you know what I'm saying? He was getting a lot of love. I mean that happens. <laughs> that happens here and there. I'm talking. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm talking about business wise. Yeah, right? yeah, I know what you're talking about. But uh, you know that that don't really that don't really do much. Like that's appreciated, but you know we self validated and you know what I'm saying for sure. We 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 grow grow focus. But yeah, I mean, you, just to say like, Danny's doing great work in terms of graphic. Work so holla, my man. If you need some work done, yeah, he's uh, got a lot of satisfied clients, bro. Yeah, definitely, man. We ain't had one bad one yet. No bad reviews. Oh, five stars on five, yo, five stars. <laughs> no yo, guardian <laughs> making it happen. <laughs> but yeah, enough about me though. How about you, man? How's the journey going? How's this entrepreneur life, man? It's been this week has been kind of crazy. It started off kind of slow. I was like, man, it felt like nothing was moving, mm-hmm. but then. I felt like God was telling me, like, bro, you got you got stuff in your hand that you're not playing, like cards in your hand that you're not playing well. Yeah. And then I was like, dang, this dude had been hitting me up, trying to help me help him wholesale this property for like over a week. Okay. And he's like, yo, Nate, help me move this, help me move this. And I was just like, uh, uh, she's back burner, bro. I was putting on the back burner. He was yeah. calling me, like leaving me voicemails, Sheesh, and he was finally. <laughs> I hopped on it and got some buyers, and then literally the day I had some buyers, someone bought it. Sheesh. Someone bought it like two hours before I was about to show someone who wanted to buy it. Oh. Oh, Bro, oh, that was, oh, oh, oh. I got a question. Yeah. So wait, so that means that, was it, do you feel like you got punished for not acting fast enough? Low key. Because you just got <laughs> spanked, man. Yeah, like I had two weeks. I had at least a week. Like Where he was hitting joint. me up, yeah. yeah, that I had put on the back burner. Sheesh. And I lost. <laughs> Big time? <laughs> five figures. Five? Yeah, bro. You missed out on five? Yeah. Sheesh, don't go home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do, man. But yeah, so. Alert. Just, just say I was hurt. That's an expensive lesson. Let's just say that. That's yeah. an expensive lesson. But I mean, other than that, like. I'm working on another deal, which is is moving. Um, so we bouncing back. Okay, cool, cool. Hey, so man, keep it pushing. I'm saying you chose this road. You gotta take everything that come with it. You know, even, even the five figure lessons. <laughs> <laughs> Sheesh. But yeah, man. So today we're actually joined by Maurice. How you feeling today, bro? How's it going? Yo, yo, my good peeps. What it is? I'm feeling great, man. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me on this lovely, amazing podcast. Hey, thanks for joining us, man. We appreciate for it. Sure. We appreciate it. No doubt. So um, so the reason why I thought it was imperative to bring Maurice on the podcast, 
um, he's going to be referred to as Mo throughout the episode just to give y'all a heads up because that's how like we know each other as. But um, he has actually like a good story, which I thought was worth sharing. Um, I definitely got a glimpse of it. And it like, you know what I'm saying, it inspired me and motivated me on the level. And I was just like, you know what, if it could do this for me and I only got a piece of the crop, like imagine if I had, you feel me, the whole field, like, and it was like, all right, so let me get that. And also at the same time that others hear, you know, because it's like things that like at the end of the day, like we all experience most of the same things in the, in the different ways, you know, like. It might be the same category, but it's we don't experience it the same way, but we could probably transcend like lessons and ways to deal with it. For sure. And apply it to whatever we're going through. So yeah, I definitely thought it was good to have him here. Um, look forward to having a good conversation for real. Me and Mo, we met actually at Morgan. Yeah. Uh, back in, I'm not going to say the year because y'all going to do math, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a couple years ago at Morgan, uh, good dude, real stand-up guy. High integrity, you know, good, good character type of people that I like to be around. So, yeah, thanks for joining us again, man. We really look forward to, you know what I'm saying, exploring some of the lessons that you're willing to share with us and touching bases on some topics, you feel me? Definitely, definitely. man. Yeah, definitely. I'm, uh, like I said, you know, I'm, I'm humbled that you guys have me as a part of this show. And, uh, yeah, I hope that we can put out some work that the people will really, you know, gravitate towards and they can... Uh, they can really just feel and, and rock with. So. For sure. Yeah, most Nah, good. I'm excited. Yeah, man, <laughs> me too. I'm ready to learn something. You feel me? <laughs> Definitely, man. So, I mean, we, we we're going to start from, um, we're going to start from the top, actually. Uh, I know when we spoke on how we were going to map it out, we did decide to start basically from, like, leading up to college. Yeah. Because, um, you know, that's, I guess when you turn 18, most people... We'll say that's when your life really starts. When yeah, you go wild when you turn 18. Nah, when you turn 18. Yeah, all right. When you had that freedom, it just exposed you to a little bit more of, you know, yourself. I disagree. I, I openly disagree. <laughs> Reason being is like, all right, so you say when you have that freedom, it exposes you to yourself. Yeah. It does. You know what? I think I just wanted to say I disagree and become clean. Because <laughs> you don't want to come nah, to... Nah, but listen, but listen, but listen, though. It's it's always different for people who never have freedom. Because, you know, like, with our childhood, we had a lot of freedom, bro. Like, nobody was telling us no. Like, bro, there was real lab times where it was, you know what I'm saying, it's like, you'd be like, uh, let's go here. And then... You know what I'm saying? Other people try to like hang with us. And we're telling our parents, like, hey, we're going here. And they over here asking. And we're like, you be asking your parents. <laughs> hold on, hold on. So, that, so that's how y'all upbringing was? Like, yeah. your, mothers, your parents would just be like, all right, you can do this. Or you so I actually learned it from Danny. So this is a <laughs> this is kind of a side note. So it's a life hack. <laughs> bro, this is the greatest life hack he gave me. Because, you know what I'm saying? Like, my oldest sister, mm-hmm. she didn't do nothing. And, like, I mean, I was definitely a more social person and wanted to go out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Danny, he used to always be able to, like, his folks would say, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm like, bruh, how you get your folks to say yeah all the time? Nate, what's your secret? Yeah, give me the the keys. And he was like, I don't ask. I just tell. And (laughs) at first I was like, bruh, you (laughs) wildin'. But then he explained it to me, basically saying, he was like, I don't say, mom, can I go here? He's like, yo, mom. Me and they are going here, yeah. and she'd be like, "Okay," because like when you give someone that opportunity, when you give someone the power to make the decision for you, yeah. 
Most of the times they're gonna say no. Yeah. Right. But when you say like this is what's happening. They're like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's a good, uh, good way to look at it. Definitely, yeah. and it's funny too, cause like I actually had a conversation with someone today after I left the gym, and they were saying that that's a tactic that they use in business. They were like, when I, who, they, they were saying um, that they had a, a mentor who told them that like, uh, in negotiation in business. It's like it's a myth. You don't negotiate. It's a stick up. <laughs> he was like, wow. you know what I'm saying? He said when you go to like the table, don't go there like, do you think you could do this or can you meet me here? Or, right. You know, I would like for you to just be like, look, this is what I want. Yeah, you you going to do it or you not? Right. Like are you going to do it or you not? If you're going to do it, cool. If you're not, all right. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Deuces. Yeah. And it's like I was like, wow, like cuz I let I let go of that uh that theory, but I need to put it back in my life because it's a factor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and hey, enough about that though. That was a, I don't even know how we ended up there, but yeah, that's how you know it's gonna be a good convo. But yeah, bro. So let's get, let's get into you, man. So you know what I'm saying? We met at Morgan. Um, you know, back back uh, 2012. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that really um, from what we, when we were speaking and we had like mm-hmm. a brief convo, or whatever, going mm-hmm. over everything. It seemed like the growth. And your process really started once you decided, like, all right, I'm going to go to college, you feel? Mm-hmm. That's when, like, life basically had its turn with you mm-hmm. um, and took you through everything that you had to go through to end up here now. Definitely. So um, if you if you wouldn't mind, like, just giving us, like, a quick, like, overview of your story. Um, you don't have to go too in-depth because I know mm-hmm. there's going to be bits and pieces that you want us to, like, you know what I'm saying, expand yeah, on and elaborate. Sure. But just, like, a quick overview of, like, you know what I'm saying, the beginning of everything. Um... Man, I can go on and on and on. But uh, a quick overview, I can start from... So, you know, I did go to a, a small private high school in um, Alexandria, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother seen, you know, coming up in Oxon Hill, she seen the type of area and the type of people. I was always... I like trouble, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what it was. Like, I like to do the bad things. I, you know, the girls thought it was cute, so I thought it was cute, yeah. too. So, that's what I was doing. So, sure. um. You know, in middle school, it was, you know, suspensions. It was, you know, I got expelled. I was just doing the wrong thing, you know, yeah. she's seen that. And um, she sacrificed a, She sacrificed a lot to put me in a private school in mm-hmm. Alexandria, Virginia. So, you know, that was that. And then coming from the private school, my thing was to go... Well, to be honest, I didn't even really want to go to college. Like, people were always, you know, having that... In my ear, like I, I just knew what I wanted to do. Yeah. But it wasn't necessarily, oh man, I got to go to school to get, you know what I'm saying, to where, to I, want to where I want to be. It wasn't always that, but people were in my ear with it, and they were just saying how the experience more than anything, like more than the, the books, you know, just the experience itself is is something that's essential. Like they recommended it, you know, highly. So I was just like, okay, let me see what it's about. Okay. So, um, so yeah, so boom, I graduated. High school, man. I graduated with a small class too. Uh, when I say my school was small, my graduating class was sixteen people. Hold what? on, sixteen? So, yeah, it was sixteen people. So wow. there were no more than ten students in the class. It was like what? eight of us in the class. You know, like yeah. each of my class it was like eight people in the class. Wow. So when you talk about individualized attention and just yeah. really giving the student what they needed, it was great, man. Like looking back, I hated it. Like the first year, the second year, third year. All the way up into probably my senior year, like mm-hmm. I really, yeah, I used to hate it, you know. Because I can't imagine different. like public school where it's like yeah, forty kids, yeah, thirty yeah. kids in a class. Because right. you could bypass yeah. public school, right. you could you could get away with stuff, right? You know? Yeah, and this and then yeah, so it was just like totally, it was totally different. Um, 
And then, so yeah, so that was that. Graduated with a small class. And like I said, so I went to Morgan, fall of 2012. Uh, and I kind of felt kind of felt down. Not to like beat up on Morgan or you know what I'm saying. But it, it was just like, damn, I'm coming from this great, you know, in a way I thought this this nice school. And it's like I went to Morgan. Like I feel like I should have been at a a Pepperdine or a Miami U. Like, you know, a bigger, more prestige university. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I got to Morgan and that was that. And, uh, you know, it from there, I don't know, things, I guess. You know, it was all, it was all a, an experience, a good experience. I learned some things, you know, I did some things that, that wasn't so good. But, um, yeah, just from there, I started to learn. Like, I really, yeah, just learned and grew up. Yeah, and then I think one of the, when we were having our initial conversation, one of the points that I liked that you touched on was how being at Morgan was the first time, I guess you were essentially, I guess, away from your moms in a way where you could kind of, you were on your own, and that's kind of like what college is. You're on your own, and you right. can do whatever mm-hmm. you want to do. So how how did that impact you in a way, you being... Outside of the grips of your mom, because he said, "All right, you were middle school." She was like, "All right, I know this. This is what's going on. Let me right. take him out of the environment." And it's like when you go to school, mm-hmm. she no longer has that yeah, control I was and placed, power. So, like to be honest, I was placed right back into that environment. That, yeah, you know, she was trying mm-hmm. to get me away from. So, mm-hmm. uh, um, so at first, like, my bad. You said, "How did I handle it?" Right? Like, how yeah. Did, yeah. So, um. <laughs> I mean, at first it was kind of, it was tough because, like, it was a lot of partying. Like, college, you know, Morgan, it's a pretty teed up school, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's going to be a lot of turn up. It's what you make it. Like, you you know, you can go gravitate towards it or do other things, of course. Mm-hmm. But me, I was in the turn up scene. I was wanting to go out, wanting to, like, I wanted to be known. Like, I wanted people to know, oh, yeah. that's this fresh. That's one. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's what it was like for me. So having that. At first, like just having the freedom and just being, you know, my own person, um, it was challenging at first, I guess you could say, because I I didn't handle it so well. Mm-hmm. You know, like I started when I was drinking or whatever, when I would party, I was getting out of control with it. So whereas before, I couldn't go in a house or do this and that and be so drunk or how whatever you yeah. will because I yeah. had to come home to my mother. Yeah, and I sure. had somebody in my ear. But at Morgan or, you know, just at college being on my own, it was very different because I didn't have that. So if I wanted to turn up, if I wanted to get drunk, miss class the next day, then that's what I was going to do. Yeah. So that was kind of like very challenging for me in the beginning to just balance, um, you know, balance the social life, the school, and just being your own person. It was all new to me, really. Yeah, for sure. Sheesh. Yeah, because that's, that's really what I was thinking of is just like, um, you know what I'm saying, once we hit college for real, is. It's really where you you get to figure out who you are, definitely slash who you want to be, mm-hmm. you know, and it just like it, it it could be a trial and error type of thing, honestly. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because like you might have to dibble and dab with like different people and mm-hmm. different activities, and you know what I'm saying. But all right, this is for me. Like I'm gonna keep it in the bag, or nah, this is whack. You gotta toss it out. You feel mm-hmm. me? Yeah. So like when it first got to that. Um, did you approach it like, because from, all right, so basically from who you were to who you ended up, like where you at now, mm-hmm. is like two totally different people, you Definitely. feel me? 
And so, like, throughout that transformation mm-hmm. or, like, you know what I'm saying, the healing, everything that occurred, mm-hmm. when you look back, looking at High Side 2020, did you feel like you had figured out who you were initially in the beginning? No, nah, Or was not, it more of a thing, like, you were just, you were still trying to discover Nah, that? not at all. So, like, to be honest, I'm 24 now. I was 18 coming into college. Yeah. Um, that first year, I didn't figure out who I was. The second year, I didn't figure it out. The third year... So on and so forth. Like, I, I'm not really... I still don't really know. Like, I'm figuring it out now. I'm just yeah. figuring that out. You know what I'm saying? So, the earlier years... Nah, not really. But I think what was my my downfall or what was blinding me was the fact that I was I was relying so much on the substance. Like, I was yeah. I was drinking to death. You know what I'm saying? So, that's all I was doing was I was partying and I was drinking. I was still making Dean's List and getting honor roll and this and that. Hmm. But I wasn't... I couldn't really, you know, like focus on myself or know more about myself because I was always under the influence. I was yeah, never really was truly me, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, like, yeah, I didn't really, I'm just now figuring it out, to be honest. Wow. So, dang, that's an interesting point. Making the Dean's List, mm-hmm. but still, I mean, because I sort of had hardy. that. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I kind of sort of had that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had that experience and for me in school. People were like, yo, Nate, how do you do it? Like, you at all the turn ups, yeah. but you still getting your work done. Yeah. And people just like, bruh. <laughs> I'm like, I don't sleep. That's why. Yeah. It's rare, though. Yeah, it's I was really about to rare. say, yeah, I, tip, like, I, tip, I hope like, y'all know that's rare. Yeah, no, it's very rare because at one, like, it got to the point to where I couldn't do it no more. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I was because I stopped. So it was like the a threshold, you feel? Yeah, yeah. And I didn't, like, that's where I lost balance mm. because at one point it was early on. To where I can balance it a little bit more, but as I started to drink more and just really get into the thick of things, school was that was it was on my mind, but it couldn't be on my mind because drink was on my mind. You know what I'm saying? Turn up yeah. was on my mind, so hmm. it got in the way of things eventually. So, Jeez. was you was there um, a reason why you were so dependent on the alcohol? Like, because you know most of the times, like. There's a difference between happiness and pleasure, mm-hmm. and I've been reading like some stuff on like happiness lately, so I might get a little philosophy, <laughs> yeah. philosophy and stuff. But um, the big thing is like most of us we we choose pleasure over happiness mm-hmm. because pleasure is short term because we could grab that faster than happiness. Definitely. You feel me? So if if I'm hurting and there's something wrong with me, and I know it's probably something internal, I'm gonna have to sit down, go through the dark to get to the light. It's easier for me to indulge in something like you know what KFC makes me feel good. Yeah, it's, whenever it's, I have ice that, cream, yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Definitely, it's easy to uh, it's easy to just want to stay in your comfort zone. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. But to go outside of your comfort zone, it's hard. But that's where you're going to challenge yourself the most and really find. That's where you really, I think, is you know you're going to really love yourself the most once you step outside of your comfort zone. Yeah, jeez. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I gotta step out my comfort zone for to find that self love. I, I mean, yeah. Well, at least that's what worked for you. Yeah, yeah, that's what worked for me. Yeah. Jeez. So you're. I, saying, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I do too. But go ahead, Nate. I was just gonna say because when you step out of your comfort zone, you start to learn more about yourself. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like you can't love yourself if you don't know everything about exactly. you, or not yeah. everything, yeah, but like but, you yeah. don't know yeah. who you are. You haven't fully embraced yeah. yourself. Because mm-hmm. that's that's what leads to acceptance. Because exactly. self-love is really like transcendent self-acceptance. It's like you've gone to a place where you, you know who you are for the most part. 
because we're we're never going to be 100% certain of knowing ourselves. That's what makes it so hard to have relationships with others mm-hmm. is because deep down inside, we know that we haven't figured ourselves 100% thoroughly. I don't think that we're ever really going to be... I mean, I think, you know, we're going to get like majority of it, but to figure yourselves out, because we're constantly evolving, we're constantly yeah, exactly. doing right, things exactly. and right, bro. new information. So like, that's what life is, is, is a journey that you're constantly learning on. Definitely. So. Marathon life. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, man, like, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. The, I think you had asked me a question. You had asked how... Uh... It was. A, How was I were you trying to? Oh yeah, yeah. So like, so looking back, would you mm-hmm. say that there was something that you were avoiding by keeping yourself out of your comfort zone? Um, I mean, keep yourself in your comfort zone. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, it was a few things. I think that at first when I started to drink, it was just for fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just a turn up to go out. It's what the fellas was doing. You mm-hmm. know, it was with. The girls around us are like, that's what they like. That's yeah. what they was doing. So I was just, I was with it. They wanted to rock. Yeah, they wanted us to get because that was hot. Yeah, that was hot. The Diddy. We, we was drinking, uh, what was it, E&J too and all that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, joint. that's our young days. Yeah, them college days. Yeah, right. For sure. Um, Absolute. So at, so at first, it was more so like, you know, just, yeah, just fun. Then I think the, the deeper that I got into it, I became physically dependent on it. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. like I couldn't. I feel like I couldn't because for one, alcohol is a self depressed. Like it's it's a depressant. Yeah. So yeah. the more and more that you drink it, it's going to just it's going to shrink your confidence, and it's hmm. going to make you feel. It's going to make you feel Damn, like I'm like, tight. I'm. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go it's, ahead. It's just going to make you. It's going to belittle you, basically. You know okay. what I'm saying? Um. And so that's what was happening to me. It was fun at first, and then like the more and more that I got into it. I didn't really want to chase my dream. Like I didn't want to do anything because I was afraid. I started doubting myself. You know, it put it put a lot of fear into me. Um, damn, my bad. This shit was I like sliding. Yeah, so like it put a lot of. I was just fearful, for real. Like my confidence was shot. You know what I mean? So, Bruh, I just had an actual realization. Go ahead. All right. So, my thing is that most of the time when you go out, mm-hmm. majority of us when we go out. Mm-hmm. I won't say majority, I'll take that back. But there are people who, when they go out, mm-hmm. they're going to complain that they're uncomfortable until they have drinks. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's listening right now has that one friend that if you go out somewhere with them to a bar or they anywhere where a there's drink. a bar, yeah, they're going to say, yeah. I, I'm not, you say, I need a drink. I need a drink. Definitely. Like to get into my mood, to mm-hmm. vibe correctly, I need a drink. Yeah. And majority of the reason why is to take away, like, the, the consciousness, you yeah. feel me? To tap into your 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 yeah, just take away your consciousness mm-hmm. so that you're less aware, you're under the influence basically, right. yeah. and you if you're more free and loose. Yeah, it's like, and basically to gain confidence. But you just told me that mm-hmm. when you were abusing on a heavy level, mm-hmm. the confidence that most people depend on alcohol for was actually doing the opposite. But see, because it's, it's a, it's a long term effect. Like when you're drinking and you get drunk, right then and there, it's short term because you're happy. You know that you're for you're euphoria it releases chemicals in your body yeah. that make you feel just happy mm-hmm. but the next day like so say for instance when you get drunk and you're hungover okay why do you feel like crap the next day due to a hangover you know what i mean like yeah. you feel awful you don't feel like that same person yeah so like the more and more that you do something it just has an effect on you and i know with alcohol like during the time yeah i was confident and i thought that i was the man yeah i really wasn't but you know <laughs> like um like yeah like the next days like the weeks like the more and more that i would do it it would just gradually 
it'll take it'll take away from me. Like that's all that it did for mm. me because I was I was abusing it. You know, I abused it. So Sheesh. I'm I just had a realization because remember we've been talking, me and Dan have been talking about how mm-hmm. I was like, man, like I felt in my at least high school era, mm-hmm. I was way more confident mm-hmm. than like when I left college. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, that just made me think like, was me drinking, uh, drinking, over consuming alcohol yeah. in college and becoming dependent on it mm-hmm. cause it, with the result of me losing somewhat confidence in myself because I feel like, oh, I got to have a drink to talk yeah, to women. Yeah. Right. When before I was younger and just yeah, pull up, yeah, or, yeah, exactly. I just pull yeah. up to a girl yeah, and it's, it's like, real. hey, bro, we got to go to the bar, get some drinks. Yeah. Then we go talk to the right, ladies. Right. But it's like, bro, you can't just... It's like a prerequisite now. Yeah, you can't just yeah. walk up to her and say, how you doing? Yeah, and it, and it's real because I know like, you know, in getting sober my road to sobriety, I'm able to, I'm I'm who I was meant to be, I feel like, in these days. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not outgoing. I'm still reserved. You know, I'm to myself, but I'm, I'm more outgoing. I'm able to just approach people. If a lady has nice, you know, dreadlocks, I'm able to just walk up to her and say, you know, just start a conversation off that. Just simple things. But I'm noticing that I'm I'm able to get back to, to me. That's what, you know, right? Yeah. Wow. Just talk to anybody type of person. And before, unless I was off of a drink, drunk, I couldn't really be like I didn't. I, I wasn't so like it. It took away my socialness. Like it, t- it took away from me. Wow, and it's crazy how we depend on that to get Bruh. social. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. In the <sighs> long, yeah, yeah. I'm hurt. <laughs> yeah, and I wish that it was stuff like I wish that you can. I mean, you can definitely read this stuff. Yeah. But for me, going through like I've, you notice it. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you definitely. go through, like you notice it, you feel it, and you see wow. it. And so that's just. Man, like just being so, it's opened up my eyes. Being sober is really, it's opened up my eyes to everything. Everything that I was missing. Like I feel like from eighteen to twenty three, I wasn't living at all. I was miserable to be honest. I made it look good. Yeah, you know, I made sure the struggle did. look good. I made the the, the <laughs> drinking look good, but I was miserable, man. I was I was down bad. And you know, now I feel like I'm twenty four. Took me some time, but now I'm really. You know, just loving myself, really, you know, admiring the person that I'm becoming. And I'm just, I, I feel great. Like, I feel I'm high off life. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm high Natural off life. High. Wow, Natural yeah. high. It's the, it's the best feeling. So, yeah. Yeah, I love it, man. Like, for real. Like, because it's, I attest to that. That's what I was telling you. Like, I could see that you're operating out of a good headspace, you know? Like the way you move, it it says that. Like it resonates with the words that you're speaking right now. That's why I know it's so like good to actually have you here and get to share this information with people because like if at least one person can hear it and you know jumpstart their journey to like heal themselves and deal with whatever it is that they're you know what I'm saying suppressing. Yeah. Like why not? Like, yeah. You know. Why not? Because we could always be better, man. For yeah. real. Like even me, I'm about to go, bruh, go like self assess when we bruh. when I get home. I'm about to come yeah. clean, like for sure, for sure. Jeez. Yeah. I gotta re-listen to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> already, bruh. <laughs> already, oh man, jeez. So um, I think it'll be cool to dive into basically your. So you you realize that you had a problem, mm-hmm. all right, and you were able to take the first step, which is identify what the problem was. Mm-hmm. So oh. with anything, because um, I don't want to call you alcoholic, 
Uh, no, no, no. That I mean, that's that's it. That is that, what it like is. It, like you're, that's really what yeah. it was. Okay, so with an addiction to alcohol, right? With mm-hmm. any addiction, mm-hmm. you have to go through like a process to rid mm-hmm. yourself of it. Definitely. How was the beginning stages like? Or and how were how was like the? <clears throat> and did you experience the um like the relapses and like you know what I'm saying like. I don't know. Did you have something to say? Yeah, I just have one quick question. First, before you get into that, like, when did you realize, all right, this is a problem? Were you uh, still at Morgan or was this yeah, when you yeah, left that's, Morgan? That's a great question. So, I realized that it was a problem when I flunked out of school. Um, and I flunked out of school due to the fact, man, this is embarrassing, but I'm going to tell it because that's what I, you know, I'm, I'm going to let it out there. So, it was one time I was in class. Like, I had just... It was a morning, like uh, it was a Tuesday morning or something like that. That night mm-hmm. before I had party, I had got drunk. And I was in class and I started, because when you drink, I don't know if like people notice, but you get anxiety. Or at yeah, least that's what happened that's right. with me. Like my anxiety used to be mm-hmm. like, crazy. Sure. So the next day I was in class and I remember trying to write my name. And I couldn't, like I could not hold the pencil. Like my hand was shaking so bad wow. that I couldn't hold the pencil. So it dropped. And then it was so humiliating. Like it was embarrassing for me. I got up out of my seat and left class like while the teacher was giving a lecture mm-hmm. and uh, I remember man that was like I, I would never forget that phone call I called my mother and I'm telling her like what, what's going on with me like what's wrong with me I'm shaking like I'm I'm frightened like my my, my like my anxiety it was it was crazy it was severe um and so uh-huh. that was like the first the little the first instance and then like I said not too long after that I had dropped out of school like I didn't want to I stopped going to Morgan because it was just like man I I'm not right, like you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, what's yeah. going on with me? So that it was just a very frightening type, you know, experience. And um, and that was like the first, the first time that I really noticed it. Probably like 18, you know, going on to 19, something like that was when I first noticed it from yeah, uh-huh. flunking out of school. And that was my first time, I believe, flunking out. Like I said, I think I flunked out like twice or something like that. So that was the first time, and it was it was because of alcohol. Jeez. Yeah. But that that so that time wasn't the one that jump started like even the road trip. Nah, recovery. nah. Like I, to be honest, bro, I didn't really get to where I'm. Like this is all recent. Like this transformation yeah. that I've made. Um, you know, I went through something. I lost my brother in January. You know, January fourth, twenty eighteen. He had passed away, and we was you know on the same on the same page. Like his, he was an alcoholic, um, and that was his thing. Like his death was mainly alcohol related. So. It didn't really like, I like that was like the biggest thing that it took for me to be like, all right, bro, what you doing? It ain't it. Like you need to, you need to shake something up. You need to do something different because if you keep doing what you're doing, you're gonna end up like your brother. Like you know, unfortunate to say, but I'm not no different from anyone. So yeah. that his story could have easily been my story. You know what I mean? So that was like the biggest wake up call was losing, losing him. So. Yeah. yeah man Sorry about the laws bro For sure yeah. Appreciate it Appreciate it Man this is a This is a Dang This is a This is definitely a This is a Eye tough, opening Yeah This is a tough podcast Just yeah. because It's It's real life You yeah. know what I mean And Definitely not to compare myself to your situation, like mm-hmm. it's unfortunate how sometimes like we have to hit rock like bottom. a bottom yeah, we gotta hit rock to bo- yeah. open our eyes and realize like, dang, okay, man, what I'm doing isn't right. Or right. the way I'm moving isn't the best, isn't my best. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm not operating in 
the way my my greatness right. and the way I could be, you know. Yeah, some and some like it's very. I think it's it's unfortunate, you know. I usually like I really do try to find beauty in the struggle, and you sure. know, just with that loss, like like I said, that was the biggest the biggest loss, you know, that I that I've taken in life. But with that loss, you know, I feel like I've gained so much. Like you know, the man that I that I am today, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. You know, yeah. if it wasn't for for that. So like sometimes I think even in hitting, you know, when you hit rock bottom or when you go through your tough times. It, like you may not see it right then and there because of course I didn't. Like that was the worst thing that happened. So I, yeah. I was I was messed up. But and something like that sometimes is monumental for your growth. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because you can, you can really see how short life is, and you can really just start to care for yourself more and love yeah. yourself more and just just live life. You know what I mean? Like you you don't have to be miserable. You don't have to think that doing this and. Try to fit in, like just just be you, like just live life, you know. Yeah, so. and like it's especially with people. It's for example, like uh, last summer I lost my grandmother, right? Mm-hmm. And like I had come from a huge family, mm-hmm. and at the time before my grandmother's death, it was just a lot of kind of problems in the family, and as a result of her death. Unfortunately, that's what brought us together. Like right. before that, me and my little cousins, we didn't have a group chat. Right. I wasn't really checking in on right. them like that. But that unfortunate situation mm-hmm. brought us together as a family. And now, like we're having a family reunion. Right. Like that would this 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 uh, this summer, and mm-hmm. that would have my grandmother would have died to ha- love to have right. a family reunion because she was about family. Right. I remember I asked her like, "Yo, why do you want?" Ten kids, like she had ten kids. I'm like, yo, did you want to have ten kids? She was like, yeah, like yeah. with such certainty, like yeah, I wanted a big family, mm-hmm. and she would have loved to have a family reunion, but that would have never happened, unfortunately, if she would have still been here. It had, it took her unfortunate death, right, to, to bring, bring us yeah. together. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's real and something like it. I know, like even in noticing like the little things that I do now, like I tell my mother every day, like you know. I love you. Like, we never was really, it wasn't really like that. But, like, even, you know, my brother, I try to, you know, be there more. It just makes you, you really appreciate life more because, you know, like, I know it's so cliche, but when people say you can be gone, like, you can be here, you know, this second and then gone. Yeah. And that, it's so true. Yeah. And, you know, for me, for us, to anybody who has experienced it firsthand, you know, you really, you really just see that and you feel it. And it makes you, like, it, it changes you. Like, for sure. It definitely changes you. Changes things, so indeed. Cool. I give it to y'all for being able to um, to deal with grief. Like that's, I don't know. I'm kind of weird with like grief. Like I duck like things that. I mean, for when I was younger, I did. I duck like things that were like focused around death. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I don't go to funerals. Yeah. I didn't. Nah. I mean, like, nah. When family members were passed. I would yeah. just keep. Going like nothing, like I didn't yeah. want nothing to do with that. To be honest, yeah. I mean, I think, well, I'm not gonna say most, I don't know, but I know I'm the same way though. Like, funerals, I don't really, I mean, I don't think no one really wants to go to a funeral, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a tough time. Like, death is one of the, it's one of the most toughest things that I think can be placed on a human to deal with. Like, yeah. You know, you're losing somebody when I, when I animals die, pets, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's very, yeah. it holds a lot of value to our hearts. So, yeah, it's just tough. It's a tough thing to deal with. And like, 
And like the funeral, unfortunately, is usually where you have to face it. Yeah, cause like, like the reality of yeah. it. Yeah, because like for me, because I was in New York when my grandma passed. It was like I was home the one weekend, mm-hmm. the weekend before, and Everything like she, she, yeah, she like literally passed like like yeah. that. Like, yeah, she was walking down the steps. Five minutes later, she yeah. had passed away. Yeah, that's it. And uh, what was I saying? Uh, For dealing with the reality of oh it. yeah yeah. So like I hadn't cried mm-hmm. until the funeral, mm-hmm. like. Cause I hadn't seen her, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. It, I had didn't really. Yeah. I was there around. I knew it she had died, but yeah, it didn't feel real. It didn't feel real. But then when I saw her, like in the open casket, it was like, yeah, bro. My mom hugged me, bro. I had the boo boo cry like a baby. Yeah, it's real, man. <laughs> it was it was like crazy. Yeah, it, it's like everything that rush just hit me, yeah. and I was like, man, like dang, this is real, right? You know. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy because like in the in the darkest times, man. You know, like I said, going through that storm, through the storm, or you know, whether it's a loss or whatever, you're not going to really know why you're going through this. You're going to question like, why me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you're not really going to see. You're not going to be able to see the the bright picture because your your days are so dark. You can't really see it. Yeah. For sure. But when you make it through that storm, or you make it out of you know going through the tough time that you're going through, you really see that it it, it builds you. You know what I mean? Like it. Yeah. It helps you, like it, it builds character, and it makes you it makes you much more of a better person. I know that's what it you know that's what it has done for me. So, I have so I have a question, right? Um, is this actually could go out to both of y'all? Um, but I'm gonna direct that mode first. Mm-hmm. So, seeing the progress that you were able to make, right, mm-hmm. and how you was able to uh, get your stuff together to put it all in short. Do you ever think of what would have happened if you'd have went the other road? What what other road? So you basically were, were presented yourself with two paths, right? Mm-hmm. One that's like, all right, I'm gonna improve myself, or another which is like, I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Do you You're ever saying think, if I was to keep doing what I was doing? Yeah. Do you ever think like what yeah, would happen? I mean, like if you'd have just like stayed in like the dark place and just I mean, I don't really, I, I try not to really think about it because I'm so I'm I'm on this high now to where yeah, I can't even think about the past, bro, because that. I lo- I love what I went through. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I feel like like I said it it, it made like the it's beauty in a struggle and I really I wouldn't change how my story has been written. Um to be real though, to be honest, if I was the the go, you know, to be on what I was on, yeah. I would be probably locked up with it. Like that that's where it was going to lead to. Like you know, it wasn't from yeah, like I I had an intervention on uh, when I was drinking. And this was not too long ago, and this is kind of like this woke me up too, because I've lost like many people. Like I had, you know, addiction runs kind of strong in my family. Yeah. And um, so I lost like many people off of it, and uh, and you know, it's really only one. There's only one way with that. Like you're going to drink yourself to death, or you know, yeah. And that that's what it was. Like that's that's what it would have been for me. Like I know, like I said, I'm not different than anyone else. Mm-hmm. I was just you know blessed and fortunate enough to see. What I was doing was wrong. It wasn't it, and I was just you know able to correct my wrongs, and I'm like I'm. It's a blessing. It's yeah. a blessing. You guys know? for myself. Um, what was repeat the question? So basically, um, so it, I was just focused on what Mo keeps uh, emphasizing about how you need to like see the beauty in your struggle. You need to like. 
even though there's no light, you gotta like maintain that idea yeah. that you know what I'm saying. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Um, uh, to be honest, I would probably still be at PwC. For real. Yeah. What's PwC? Oh, it was my old job. Oh, okay, okay. So I was working in New York and I had maybe probably like a month or two after like my grandma passed. That's when I moved. Mm-hmm. I left my job and moved back. And I don't think I would have left because it was through that situation where I realized like, man, now that my grandmother's gone, someone needs to kind of fill the role in terms of like keeping the family together, yeah. right? And for myself, it was more so for, like, my generation mm-hmm. of the family. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I knew that was one of the that was one of my purposes. Like, that was one of the shoes I needed to fill. Yeah. And addition to, of course, need want to leave my job, me feeling like it was a time to go. Uh, that provided the extra validation that. Yeah, this was I'm supposed to go. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to leave because just leaving a job for me, like I would have been cool sucking it up. Mm-hmm. Cause just leaving a job for I guess entrepreneurship, the fu- the potential of making more mm-hmm. and money, I would have doubted myself. But having that additional I guess purpose made it seem like okay, yeah, maybe this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Maybe I am supposed to leave my job and move back home. Yeah. So yeah. I can dig it. Sheesh. All right. So um now it's a good time to hop into the actual healing process, what that looked like. Indeed. And how you were able to deal with that. So uh can you give us like an overview of like initially once you identify like you know what I'm saying, like this is a problem, mm-hmm. this is what can happen. Uh I don't want to do this no more. Mm-hmm. Um was it a straight, straight upward shot or you know what I'm saying? Was it the ups and downs? Like, how did it look in the beginning? I mean, to be honest, like, I've always, even when I really got deep into drinking, yeah, I always knew in the back of my mind that, man, this isn't it. Like, it's, it, it's not going to be pretty if you continue to do this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, knowing that, I kind of always knew I didn't want to do this. But while I was intoxicated, and it would be like every day, like for weeks, I would go on binges. So... Sheesh. I really like my my vision, like my mind would be cloudy to where I really couldn't make the best judgment calls. Yeah. Um. Shit, my bad. What was we talking? So like, what was the quick? Because I forgot. <laughs> oh, what I was, was just saying, like, yeah. so when you uh, decided uh, that, like, I want to stop doing this. Yeah. Like, how was that the beginning stages of your process, your healing process? Because I know, like, anything, any addiction, when uh-huh. you try to get rid of it, mm-hmm. it's usually, like, the beginning that's the hardest, you feel Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So, because, like, you could relapse, like, right. you're you're probably around temptation, because right. if you're doing something, everybody around you is possibly doing it, too. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, like, it's a heavy thing to just... Man, to be honest... Cold turkey. Like, I, I, I'm not even the type to really, like, you know, boast or, like, I don't know, brag, but I know that I'm a strong individual because... um. Shit, my bad, y'all. I keep getting lost in thought. My bad. No, you straight, good, bro. Straight. You're straight. Good, bro. It's uh, all I love. Yeah, shit. Take your time. I was about to say, so... I'm trying to, so like, the... All right, so you said, like, the process, right? Yeah, like, like the beginning of it, yeah, when you decided, like, I want to stop doing this. So, like, what made me really decide that? Like, what was I going through for me to, like... Oh, not even, like, what made you, mm-hmm. but... 
how was it when you first decided I'm going to start? Was it like, I'm going to start and then mm-hmm. I'm going to stop doing this? And then, you know what I'm saying, you're battling like, okay, now I probably got to cut off people. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh my God, yeah, I got yeah. liquor all around the house. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, temptation. Like, you feel me? How was it? Like, because I know the beginning is never mm-hmm. comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the beginning is the hard. Yeah, that's always usually the hardest part. So, for me, what it was, was, um, yeah, like, I definitely did, you know, have to cut off some people. I had to um, stop answering my phone to certain people, stop going certain places, and just mm-hmm. really lock in and, like, focus on myself. Like, I don't know if you guys, you know, are familiar with sports, but... LeBron, he does his thing to where he enters playoff mode. Yeah. He blacks out on his social media accounts. He doesn't post. And that's kind of like what I did was I just really, mm-hmm. I, I dug, you know, I dig deep into into me, like really. Mm-hmm. I just, I cut off everything, to be honest. Um, and that's really like how, you know, where where I began to transform, like to when I was just by myself. Like I had, I didn't really have much to talk to because I was... I was excluding myself from things mm-hmm. like liquor. Like in a, in the first month or two, I could be like I could be around it, but I just know it wasn't for me. Like and so that's how going back to say like how I'm a strong minded person <clears throat> because like at the end of the day, I do you know addiction is something that's heavy. It's a disease. Yeah. You know, so many people like you can't just go cold turkey on most things yeah, because it can facts. kill you literally. For sure. So, um. I did notice that, you know, like I would be like my first or second month of sobriety, I was around it. Like, because my uncle, like we had went on a vacation or whatever. Like, I went to Florida and, you know, okay. my uncle and them, like they had, they was drinking. Yeah. Florida. It's not in, yeah. Warm like, weather and liquor. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 it's, it's, yeah. And beautiful women. It's the thing. So, you know, it wasn't in my power to just be like, hey, I don't need that around me. Cause I felt I'm stronger than that. Like, it can be around me. Yeah. But at the end of the day, is what I really wanted to do for myself because I seen the person that I was becoming, this monster that, I was creating and you know, I seen what it has done to people, especially my brother, it killed them. So and me just saying that, like it was on my mind and just I really I wanted it more than anything. Like I wanted to see what self love is like. I wanted to see the type of like who I am as a person because mm-hmm. I didn't know. My whole twenties I was drunk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know I didn't know anything about myself really. Jeez. So that was like the biggest thing. Like I just wanted to I wanted it more than anything. I could be around it. It wasn't no temptation, really, because that's not that wasn't me anymore. Like I didn't want that, you know. I just I wanted to really love my like I wanted a better me, and like that was that was the biggest thing that wow. you know that really helped me was just knowing that this ain't you. Like see, go you know I'd say it's one day at a time. Like I took it you know a day at a time, mm-hmm. and then from that week you know like go to next week and see how you feel. Go to next month and see how you feel, and the more and more that I was doing that, just taking it day by day. Man, I felt so much better. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was yeah. I was getting to who I was meant to be. Like I, yeah. I'm not this drunk. So why was you why was I doing that? Why was, yeah. you know, so it just really opened up, um, opened up a lot. But like I said, the first first few few weeks, like the first days, it was hard because I was so deep into it to where I was having actual withdrawals. Mm. Like my body, like I would have shakes, I would have sweats. Yeah. You know, it's it's not tremors necessarily, but I would have it to where my hands would shake from my anxiety. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was just so anxious. Yeah. So I definitely went through that. Sleepless nights, uh, vivid like dreams to where I'm having actual nightmares. Like if you look it up and I was researching this as it was happening to me. Okay. It's related with if you drink, you binge drink and you're like deep in the alcohol, it's all related. Like those type of withdrawal symptoms are, that's what can occur. 
So that was happening. And um, so, yeah, like that was the toughest part. But after I got through that, everything else from that, you know, that point moving forward was just on me. It was just my mind was made. Like, you know, I, I made yeah. up my mind to, to be better. That wow. wasn't me. So, Nah, that's real. Like, Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, did I did I answer? Like, nah, you answered. I was gonna say something, but go ahead. You don't want to say? You sure? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, I know. Like, I studied. Um, like, I do like my own like teaching of psychology and such. Mm-hmm. And with addiction, I pay attention to addiction because mm-hmm. there's like certain addictions that I noticed there were there were patterns in my family. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Alcohol was one of them. Mm-hmm. Sad to say. Um, so I, I pe- like so. I didn't drink like mega heavy mm-hmm. or anything. That's good. But heavy it's a to good the guy point. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> nah, let me. T- it was it was it was heavy to the point where my doctor told me, "Hey, you got to slow down, bro. Like okay. you hurting your body." Yeah. So once I got that, mm-hmm. I shared that with some people just so that they would be able to hold me accountable. Because mm-hmm. I used to like I would not wild out, but. Mm-hmm. If I go to, like, let's say we had a turn up, bro. <clears throat> mm-hmm. If we got, like, eight different types of liquor on the table. Oh, yeah, I'm getting me a big wild. cup. I'm making all eight. Oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. mixing everything. Yeah, he was like, that guy. Wow. Don't judge me, bro. Yeah. Dark and light go together. <laughs> Sheesh. Sheesh. <laughs> like, yeah, so it was like, but one thing I realized was, not just with that, but mm-hmm. with other bad habits that I, I choose to, um, to address or mm-hmm. addictions that I try to address. I couldn't just kill it. It's like you know what I'm saying the the law of energy. I believe in the law of energy. It's like a natural law. Definitely. Like you know what I'm saying it can't be created or transformed. It has to be transformed. I mean, you can't create it or get rid of it. You got to transform that energy. Mm-hmm. So basically, when it came to like my addictions and my bad habits and stuff, mm-hmm. it was like I need to replace it with something. Right. Because I'm still gonna have that need for yeah. something yeah, to be definitely. here. Like I'm not. I can't just leave it open. Mm-hmm. So. Um, what did you decide to replace it with at first? And was that something that you did consciously? Did you consciously seek things to mm-hmm. fill that gap? Where it's like, all right, I'm not drinking no more. I said, I'm going to love myself. Mm-hmm. This is what it's going to look like for me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? How did you make that conscious decision? Um, I just started doing things that I've always, you know, would tell myself that I want to do or that I needed to do, um, that I knew would make me feel good. But like I said, when I was drinking, I was drunk. 24 seven, so I really didn't do that. So when I got sober, I was like, man, let me really try to read more, you know, because yeah. that's what I was doing before I really got into college. Like I, w- I would read. Um, so I was like, you know, let me just read more, read more books, and um, and just try to, you know, do something with my time to where it's more productive and not necessarily I'm drowning in my sorrows, if you will. Yeah. So I know reading was one that really helped me with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I read books about. You know how to deal with anxiety, cause like I said, the drink like it was so severe from the drinking that man, I was researching like crazy. So that was like a book that I read, and then just other little books on, you know, like dealing with depression and just how to how to become your best self. You know what yeah. I mean? Like books like that. So reading was the first one, and then uh, one thing that I that I you know I always talk about doing when I was partying was, man, I want to hit the gym. Like, I wanted this look. I wanted a six-pack, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's something I've been able to really do is really work out and work on my body. And, man, to be honest, working out the gym, getting a howl for that is so much better than being how for any drug, you know, any liquid. Like, it's, it's just 
it's the best feeling because you're not you're not looking for you know something that can kill you to to get you to make you become happy you know yeah. what i mean like it is it's released naturally through working out for me yeah so that's the thing like reading working out um and just like i really wanted to see what it was like to really be more family or like to be around family more and just to really love like to give love because I know man my heart is huge like I have a huge heart mm-hmm. and I know when I would you know when I would be drunk like I wouldn't like it, my cousin would have you know graduations and stuff like that I couldn't make them because I was mm-hmm. I was fright like man I, I'm a drunk I don't want to go like they're not going to see me like this so I didn't mm-hmm. make them stuff like mm-hmm. that I remember my uncle had his first daughter I wasn't there you know what I'm saying like it's just little thing that stuff sits sits with me because I love family, like you know, like I'm. Yeah, I love family because at sure. the end of the day, that's all that we really have. Yeah. When everything else is, is down, like we yeah, know that we can have family. Goes. So, that really ate at me, like for for the long. Like that was really, it really got to me. So that was another thing that really helped me, like just, just wanting to be, you know, around family, mm-hmm. just showing them that I could, I could really be this person that they they thought of, you know, that they they thought of me to be. They know that you know that drink, and they knew that that wasn't me. And I think yeah. that that's why they stuck, why they didn't give up on me, because they they knew that you know you you need to get your shit together. But you know you you yeah. gonna be yeah you gonna bounce back and you gonna be straight sure. from this. But yeah, that was that was the thing. Like I would say, you know, reading, working out, family, and and just really working on myself. You know, practicing to be a better me every day. Like no, you know. Okay, yeah. so uh, I don't know if you remember, but um, it was about I think a week ago. How deep are we into the joint? Because we gotta keep going. Because we can talk about Instagram, <laughs> yeah. and then you just take the most interesting stuff from it. If it's over an hour, if we hit an hour and thirty, that's straight. This yeah, we is good. interesting, all right. So, <laughs> no, we gonna keep going, bro. Yeah, we go, we gonna keep right. going. Go ahead. So definitely, um, the one thing I did want to make sure we highlight. Is and I think it's a good time is the self love aspect. Mm-hmm. So I remember um, about a week ago, mm-hmm. you you had posted. I don't want to say a rant, but you had like a <laughs> yeah. good you had a good status yeah. up. I read the status and I was like, I was geared up. I was like, hey man, I don't know what he on, but yeah. he on some. He yeah. on some. So I hit you up. I was like, bro, like I don't know what you like. You know what I'm saying like I, I see your growth, man. Like yeah. I'm loving it, bro. Like keep it up. And you said we we had a conversation, a quick exchange, and one thing that you you told me that actually like I called Nate and shared. Mm-hmm. My bad, <laughs> I called Nate. One thing you told me, and I called Nate and shared with him mm-hmm. was a comment that you made mm-hmm. when I was like, "Bro, how do you keep your discipline with making sure that you're sticking to what you said you're gonna do?" Mm-hmm. Like you told me, like you're just focusing on work, school, and um. In the gym, mm-hmm. and again, you're you know what I'm saying you're physical together, yeah, and then just growing your mind outside of that, and that's all that I literally see you do. Like even the other day, I'm t- like even last yesterday when you posted <laughs> yeah. a um, IG story, Man. and you was in the grocery store, yeah. and I seen you scan through the liquor section. Right. I was trying to see if you was gonna pick up. You did. Like at the end, I saw you checking out, and it was just all healthy stuff. Yeah. I'm like, dang, like he really like dedicated yeah, to for it. Sure. Like, Man, I, yeah. not that. No, that's that's the old me. I left that I left that guy back where he belonged on the side of the road somewhere, you know. So Wow. Definitely, yeah. man. But the comment that you made when I asked you, how do you maintain your discipline? Mm-hmm. And then you told me that you found that discipline 
is self-love. Yeah. It's a part of self-love. Definitely. That you being disciplined is you actually telling yourself you love yourself. Yeah. So can you tap into uh, what you found self-love to be for you and mm-hmm. how you even like, how you maintain it and like uphold yourself to show yourself the highest level of love that you can? Um, I think a biggest a biggest thing for me with self-love was, for one, I would put, I guess... I would want to please others before I would want to please myself in a lot of cases. To please. You know what I'm saying? So Gosh. that was the thing. And then once like I had to I had to be I had to be stingy. You know what I mean? I had to be I had to be selfish. And then being selfish, you know, I was able to really work on me, like to get me right. Like I had to leave things. Like I said, I left people alone, certain things alone. I just mm-hmm. left it alone. And I really focused on who is Maurice? Like, what is this guy about? You know what I mean? And am I answering the question right? Yeah, yeah, you doing good. You doing good. Yeah. All right. So yeah, like that's what I had. Uh, what I had started to focus on, just like who, you know, what, what was I about? Um. Should ask, ask another. Like, ask it, but ask like, give me so I can elaborate more because I feel like I'm getting lost for words. But, but to kind of go on, on that <clears> point. <throat> Kind of how drinking was for you. That's mm-hmm. how work was for me when I was in New York. I never really had time to sit down with myself. It's like, what is Nate about? Right. What does Nate want out of life? Right. But when my grandmother had passed, mm-hmm. I was home for like six weeks. Mm-hmm. So you had time to. Be I had time to like relax, go through my day, chill, and I was like, wow, okay, hmm. I was. I'm kind of moving wrong in New York. Like I'm just wilding out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just having that time to reevaluate and be with yourself and really think. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, honestly, like we say we were running a marathon, but yeah. you're not really running a marathon. You kind of jogging it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, Because yeah. if you're running a marathon, yeah, you're going to burn out. Yeah. Right? Quick. And a lot of the times, a lot of us are moving too fast. Mm-hmm. Like we're running like the tortoise in the hair, right? Yeah. The hair was moving. He was moving, but he still he had he had to take a nap because he yeah, was tired. Yeah, <laughs> and then the tortoise came and beat him. You, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes moving too fast mm-hmm. affects our clarity on life, and we don't have the right perspective. Mm-hmm. You gotta and, pace yourself. Hmm? So you gotta pace yourself. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Facts. And creating your own pace and being able to realize, okay. And think, mm-hmm. like, the power of thinking is yeah, crazy. It's amazing. Like, our whole world has been, like, this mic that we're using, someone had to think about it. Yeah. Right. Our world was, was sculptured by the thinkers. By the thinkers. And then the doers. And then, for sure, for sure. Someone had to think it, and then someone and had to act it out. Yeah. And we undervalued the importance of thinking, because sometimes we're just moving too fast. Right. That's a that's a great point because yeah like even in you know me transforming into you know what I what I am right now what I am today the man that I am today I really had my life was it was like I was in a Ferrari going like two seventy you know like I, <laughs> I was just speeding through life like things every like when I say driving things, in the fast lane yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> this is how we do it like, everything <laughs> man I remember it was points where things were just like a blur you know what I mean and like now. 
it's like I'm just I'm slowing things down. Like I'm able to sit. I'm really thinking. I'm critically thinking about things. I'm planning out steps. How I want to do this. How I want to move to whereas before, I couldn't do that because you know things were just so fast. So I think that's a great, you know, a great aspect that you mentioned is just slowing the pace up. And you have yeah. to, you have to, because if you're going too fast, you're gonna crash out. Yeah, yeah. facts so. definitely crash like, and burn. Like it's yeah, better to take up. one intentional step than eight steps. That you just moving. Yeah, yeah. And I actually have a question because I know a lot of times people say they need to consume whether it's like lick or mm-hmm. uh, drugs or whatever mm-hmm. to be yeah. able to create or be in their best right. space. Right. Yeah. What is your perspective on that? Man, it's BS. <laughs> I mean, I can't. You know, I'm I'm open because like I do know like I'm the type of guy. I don't know everything. Yeah. I don't know a lot, you know. I barely know anything. Like, I know things, but I barely know anything. I'm open. Yeah. So I know, like, Jimi Hendrix and them, they would talk about how they would take their drug of choice and they would it would open up, I think, yeah, the right like side of their devil. brain or yeah. something like that, where they would be more artistic and be able to just create more. I can't really speak on it because I don't know. For them and for people, maybe that does happen. Yeah. But I've never, I've, man, and drinking, from what I do know, from what I've experienced with drinking, smoking weed, it's never really made me do anything better. Like, if anything, it stunts your growth. Like, it stunts what you can become, what you can create. So, hmm. yeah, I think that it's, it's BS, really. Like, if... Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think that, that that's necessarily the case. Well, I yeah. know, for, yeah, for me, that's that wasn't the case. That's crazy, because I know somebody who... We have this conversation every once in a while, right? Um, and the person, my man, he always be saying that, like... So he 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 smokes right, mm-hmm. he smokes, and he recently just stopped. And I was just talking to him. And I'm like, like you don't smoke no more. He's like, nah, I stopped. Woo, woo. And I'm just like, I'm curious. You feel me? Just curiosity. I'm like, what happened? What made you stop? Because you've been saying you was gonna stop for years. Like every time I was see you, I'm saying, yeah, you like a heavy smoker, and then you just stopped out of nowhere. He was like, bruh, like honestly, like that stuff isn't for everyone. He was like, he didn't really stop. He stopped for him. But also because he saw what it's doing to people. He's like, bro, like, a lot of people who smoke don't need to be smoking. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many people that, like, I was hanging with who's, like, been in the same place for the past five years. Yeah. And they they blaming everybody and everything. But it's probably, like, bro, it's probably the drugs. Like, you probably got to put the tree down for a month or two and figure yeah. yourself out. Or, like, you know what I'm saying? Put the bottle down Every, a little bit. Everything like, ain't for everybody. Exactly. And too much right. anything but prayer or, you know, something healthy. It, it will kill you. Yeah, it's gonna kill you. It's yeah. going. It's going. It's not. It's not good. Too much yeah. fried chicken will kill you. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> even though it's For good. Nah, nah. You y'all never heard of Nas song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah nah, Too much anything yeah. will kill you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Even a good thing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Self love. You can go ahead. Oh yeah. So with me, um, well, with you actually, Mo. Mm-hmm. The first, so to discover yourself, it mm-hmm. requires us to sit with ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And you mentioned earlier a quote, which I'm I'm gonna run with this: you you discover self love outside of your comfort zone because mm-hmm. that's what enables you to learn yourself. Mm-hmm. The initial times where you had to sit with yourself and face your demons, mm-hmm. how did you not run away? Because that's that's the easiest thing to do. Mm-hmm. When yeah, the easiest heavy. thing to do is to give in. Yeah. Um. How did you like put up a good fight? Because I I didn't got I was tired of getting my ass kicked, I didn't took you know I've been taking so many L's that 
I know I'm not a loser. Like I'm a winner. Yeah. So it was like, man, I you you're not gonna win today. You're not gonna you know talking to the demons, the things that I had going. Like you know, you're just not gonna win today. You might have beat me yesterday, but you're not beating me today. So that's kind of how I dealt with that. I just took it day by day, and I just had the mindset of I wasn't going to lose, like ever again, you know. And I mean, like you can really talk things into existence. You know what I'm saying? Like what you mm. what you put out, you manifest. Like it's, it's going to come back. Like it's it's true. And so I just knew that in the time of you know when I was battling, I call it a storm because that's what I was going. It was like a dark storm. Yeah. In the time where I was battling that storm, um. Like I said, you know, doing it, you don't necessarily, it's tough, but I, I, I knew that it was going to be a way out. I knew that what I was going through was tough, but I knew this this ain't it, you know? So that was like the biggest thing, just knowing that your best days have really yet to come. Like you done been hmm. through the darkest days and, you know, it tried like the, the liquor, whatever, the, the demons, they tried to stop you, you know, but you can't be beat. And I think that's what it was for me. It was just really having that mindset that whatever I do or whatever I want out of life, I'm going to get. Like, period. There's no, there's no stopping me. Yeah. And, you know, after like after me getting sober and just really bossing up, that, like, opened my eyes to how strong I was mentally. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. if I can just put that down, go cold turkey, basically, and that was, like, it's a disease. That was the biggest thing. It was like, dang, like, you, you can really... You can really make moves and make noise and and do things. So yeah. it was just the mindset that I that I had, um, and I really just ran with that. You know, I wasn't not today. I wasn't gonna be beaten. I just took it day by day. So. Yeah, I definitely agree with like the daily thing, mm-hmm. and that's when you were talking about your process. It kind of reminded me in terms of dealing with women. Like there was a period where. I, you know what I'm saying? I went through some things and then... Hey, woman or something else, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I went, had a period when I was wilding out. And I'm like, yo, Nate, this isn't you. Mm-hmm. So I literally had to do it day by day. Like, all right. All right, I'm going to chill out with messing with women for yeah. a week. Yeah. All right. Now two weeks. Yeah. Now three weeks. Now a month. Now yeah. a year. The, you more, know? the more and more that you do it, it becomes routine. Yeah. You're not even really focusing on doing it. You're just doing it. And next yeah. thing you know, you six months in or you a year. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're like, wow. It's just been... Yeah. For sure, for sure. For sure. Yeah, that's, I'm going to apply that, like, today. Focus, switching from, from... I'm trying to do... From long term to just yeah. focus on just... Let's get through these next 24. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I realized that I do that with some habits. I'll be like, you know what? I can't think of a habit right now. But let's say, example, I, somebody name a habit. I can't think of one. Uh, Own a friend. Any, any of y'all. <laughs> I don't know. Coffee? Drinking? I drink, I drink 10 cups of coffee. The type of person I am, I like to set long term. Because I know. So in my mind, the way it registers is if I'm like, all right. I'm gonna stack bread for a year. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Yeah, that means for 365 great. days, I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna yeah. be disciplined, right? Day one, I'm gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Day two, I'm gonna be good. <laughs> yeah. Day three, I'm at the mall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Already. You feel me? Because I'm yeah. looking at it as a year thing. Right. But and if it's overwhelming. Yeah, as a year thing. Yeah. And it gets overwhelming right. sometimes. Definitely. Sometimes I end up giving in. Definitely. But, you know, I realize that when I do take things like today mm-hmm. and then, because I'll, I'll even like map it out. Like mm-hmm. I'll plan out how I'm going to do 
drop this habit or whatever mm-hmm. over like the course of the 30 days. They say it, t- it takes 30 days to drop mm-hmm. a habit, right? And I keep track. So it's like, I've already told myself I'm going to defeat these days. Mm-hmm. And I end up not doing it, which makes me have to, now I got to deal with like guilt and shame. Right, exactly. But if I just woke up and just viewed that day yep. as the battle, yep. I feel like it's more easier to get through. Because yep. yeah. I haven't put all that extra pressure definitely. from knowing like, man, I told myself I'm going to be good a whole March. <laughs> Matt, you feel me? Definitely. And I know it's real because, you know, like when I was, um when I went to Alcoholic Anonymous, AA means, that was like the biggest thing. That's with NAAA. Like, their biggest thing is just take it day by day, yeah, one yeah. day at a time. You know what I'm saying? Because if you put too much on your plate, you're not going to be able to handle it. You know, yeah. you got you to gotta manage what you you know what you know can handle and just know that the rest will come. But worry about that when it gets here. So definitely, man. Like, yeah, just day by day. And that's what I try to do. Like, I know even in school, like just recently, I had got so overwhelmed with it because I'm about to graduate in May and this and that. And we all know school Congrats. can be stressful. Yeah, I appreciate that, bro. bro. Thanks, bro. Proud um, of you, man. Um, so, yeah, like, I was just overwhelmed, man. Like, shoot, it's finally about to be here. What's next? I was thinking into the future. Yeah. And I got outside of being in the now. Yeah, being present. Yeah, so I was thinking in the future, and I'm thinking about, oh, man, I done messed up. I done failed so many times. What about if I fail when I graduate? Am I going to make, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was really driving myself crazy. Lie yeah. to you not. And I was like, man, get back into just... Focusing on now, on yeah. today, and what you can control. Let tomorrow come after that. So yeah, it's so important, man, to just focus on, yeah. on like, today. Because if you win today, and if you win tomorrow, and you win three hundred sixty days out of three sixty five, you won the year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And it's like also not judging yourself mm-hmm. for like the days where yeah. you're not your best. Yeah, because you gonna have those days. Exactly. If you don't, then. You, you an alien, nah. But if you don't, then yeah, it, it's not. Normal. Yeah, it probably wasn't a demon that was that serious because, yeah. especially when it's those generational things, yeah. where it's like it's been passed through generations. It's something that's clearly if it's been been yeah. trying to being fought through generations, yeah, right. it's not an easy battle, yeah, right? Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, don't try to approach it like, hey, you sweet, yeah, like right. nah, bro, yeah. you gonna have to square up, right? Right. Sure. <laughs> sure. You know what I'm saying? You might have to get a trainer. You feel me? Yeah. You got to hit your one-two jabs. Right? <laughs> Give jabs and all that. Right? Oh, man. You got anything? No. Man, it looks like we coming towards the ending, y'all. I mean, you got anything else to say, Mo? Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> anything else you feel like you would like to share or yeah. I mean, anything... Yeah. Or just words of wisdom yeah, or anything. Yeah, definitely. Or I mean, just like, you know, like I said, I, I know, like, I feel like I hit my rock bottom, you know, and losing my brother, you know, flunking out of school, the tough times, just going through everything that I have been through. And, you know, everyone's story is different. Yeah. My story is different from yours, and his story is different from his, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just different. But, and just me dealing with what I've experienced and going, you know, have went through, you know, it's days where you're going to feel like, like, it's days where you're not going to be able to see the light at the end of the tunnel. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it was many days. And, you know, I still had those days sometimes to where I felt I'm just down. That's life. as a part of the process that we just have to trust. But when you do have those dark days, you just really got to know in your mind that it only gets better. Like, you know what I'm saying? Before the sunshine, you know, you you sometimes you, you, you go and get rained on. Like, you're going to have to go through yeah. the rain. And... 
you know, your darkest days, they really, if you if you let it and if you don't, you know, fall victim and let it defeat you, your darkest days can turn out to be days that I know for me is days that I, my darkest days are days that I, I wouldn't take back for anything and that I really, you know, I'm really glad that I went through because if I didn't, I probably would still be going through those dark days, you know, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be where I am today. So, you know, just know that things do get better. You know, you get better. It's all it's all it's all a process. Don't, you know, let just don't just don't give in. Don't fall victim. Don't let don't let yourself be defeated. Know that you knew that, yeah. Like you know you <laughs> yeah, like you're not to be played with. That's yeah. what you really gotta know at the end of the day that That's so you know, you may beat me like I said one day, but tomorrow like you just gotta know that you you're not you're not to be played with and I think that and just knowing that and really knowing how strong that we are as you know, as individuals, man. Like we we can do so much. Like we have the power to really to change not only ourselves, but we have the power to change, you know, others around us and a to sure. be an inspiration to others, like how Danny was coming to me saying that, you know, I've inspired him and motivated him to do this and that. And then I had other people, man, it just, it means a lot because, you know, each one teach one. If I can do that for him, then he can pick up from me and do that for others. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, your story, your darkest days, your stories can really be a blessing for other people. For if sure. you make If you can make it through and just have that, that strong, you know, that strong mindset that you will and that, you know, is an experience and I just know that it, it gets better. Yeah. It really does. You go through some things, but, you know, success wouldn't feel so good if it wasn't for defeat, if it wasn't for fail- failures. Facts. So, Facts. I yeah. agree. I agree. Yeah, man. Thank, thank you so much, bro, for sharing with us, for real. Like, thank you for the transparency and thank you for just, you know what I'm saying, Allowing your story to be one of that could be used as a seed, you know, Definitely. that could be used to implant to other people, um, whatever that they're going through, whatever storms that they're going through, and you know what I'm saying, help them embrace their process also mm-hmm. and end up on the other end of it, of the self love aspect of it. Because, like I'm saying, I see it now and it's mm-hmm. it's sweet over there. Like, it's lit over there. You <laughs> nah, have yeah, me. Like, I mean, man, I'm trying. It's I'm lit, trying. man. For real, man. For real. Big facts. Big facts. Thank you. You got any closing remarks, Nate? Nah, man. Uh, this has been, dang, man. This has been a dope podcast. Like, sure. I really enjoyed it. Like, man. It's been emotional. I'm be, I'm be, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm be, yeah, I'm be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of empathy in the yeah, air, bro. Like, for sure, for sure. Like, I, I really enjoy this, man. I'm, I'm walking out feeling a lot lighter. Uh, excited, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to listen to the playback. But, I mean, last, I let's closing remarks. Subscribe to the podcast. You know, do that. Give us a review. Do that. Share it with a friend. Share it with your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, okay. All right. Uh no, like women who are your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, bro. Just close out, bro. All right, y'all. So we like to, you know what I'm saying, thank y'all for listening. It's a mega appreciated. Like Nate said, share with those who you know could find some value if you found value from it. And like Mo said, you know, just embrace the storms because even though it's cliche and we're told all the time that it gets better and there's brighter days ahead until you believe it. And let allow the process 
to take a hold of you and life to do what it has to do with you to get you to who you need to be and where you need to be. Just the rain would just keep pouring. And just know that them storms, they come. But when they come, you know, you can definitely you can definitely get over them. Amen. Indeed. And just like that, Bailu Campaign, we're out.